Good evening, podcasters. Tonight is a very difficult night for the state of Florida. Hurricane Ian has hit landfall about 3 p.m. Naples, Captiva, Sanibel Island, Fort Myers, 100 plus miles per hour winds, phase one. Phase two, Sebring, Florida, 12 to 19 inches of rain, 150 miles an hour, still in Fort Myers. Cape Coral, 140 miles per hour, Punta Gorda, 123, Cape Coral, 122, Pelican Bay in Naples, 112 miles per hour when the storm came through. St. Petersburg, Florida, they're going to have about two feet of rainfall, and Brandon suffered with strong, strong winds at 80, 85 miles per hour, and that's going to be going on till midnight, and they're expecting about two feet of rain in Orlando area. So tonight, in a very special way, I like to take this time to pray for all the people that are suffering, that will be going back to homes that they can no longer live in because the destruction was that bad. All day I had the opportunity today to remain very close in prayer. I was praying the rosary to our Blessed Mother and our Holy Father, and I asked her to please cover the entire state of Florida in her mantle. And for those who are believers in Christ and our Blessed Mother, you know how powerful the intercession is and how those prayers are answered accordingly. And for those that don't believe, I pray that they were on their hands and knees begging the Lord to protect them and the Lord created a conversion in their hearts. So today was a very difficult day for the state of Florida and the storm is still continuing up the coast and the majority of the damage that we saw on the news today because we have power here in the center part of the state um, we were able to watch the coverage and listen to multiple professionals speak about the storm on a spiritual note I was in adoration today praying for about an hour with my husband and um, I was reading a book titled The Reform of Renewal by Father Benedict Rochelle. He had passed away, I guess it was in 2016, maybe? Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, he's been gone a while, this wonderful priest who was also an incredible writer, theologian. And this is what he had to say in his book that he wrote on St. Clair and St. Francis. He wrote that Clair uh, accepted the charism of Francis according to a very distinguished scholar, Regis Armstrong. In 1990, this book was published. And he said that Clair did not have extraordinary experience like her guide, St. Francis. However, Claire changed the religious life 
for women wanting to enter into the church between Francis's death and Claire's death. It is stated in the book, she was and is a living witness that strongly shaped the consciousness of the Franciscan family. She became a creative innovator of religious life in the church. Women of the 60s and 70s have freshness and vitality of youth, although they have scars from periods of difficult transition. Like St. Clair, they are surprised, fascinated by something new and vital, the call of grace, the call to conversion. And I think no matter where we are in this walk in life, God is constantly tugging on our hearts, wanting us to have a conversion. I think God wants us to be our best authentic self in Him. And when I talk about and think about authenticity, I, I seem to question, okay, I looked up the meaning of authentic. It means genuine, it means true, and it means reliable. So my question to you, are we authentic people? It's a great question. And to examine our conscience and to see how well we do with this question is an important test. Are we authentic in ourselves, in the way we act, speak, listen? Are we genuine to others? Are we who we think we are, or are we absolute opposites of being genuine, true, and reliable? It's a great question worth testing. I know I desire to be authentic. I am myself and towards my God. I desire to be authentic, but a lot of times I fail. But then I think, I want and desire to be authentic in Christ. I imagine that there is a freeing of oneself when we can be exactly who we are. Some of our traits were given to us. Some we picked up along the way. Others we chose to learn and incorporate into our very lives. It is a mixed bag of struggles for most. But Christ knows our shortcomings. He knows everything about us. And for that exact reason, I strive to become perfect with his help. Perfectly authentic would be wonderful too. I imagine sinning less frequently when one chooses to aim this high. Accountability is very real. If I am genuine, people will recognize and appreciate this gift in me. When I am a true to myself and towards others, I gain their trust. When I am reliable, I contribute my small part in society, hoping and praying to share and show the world my authentic ability, and they will see the trait and desire it too. We all need to start somewhere, so we begin with ourselves by taking a deeper look at our situation in truthfulness and in love, asking God to bless us with an authentic mind, an authentic attitude, and eventually we will come around to living an authentic life with and for Jesus. If I am authentic, that beautiful trait most likely will find it to be attractive, appealing, and most of all, 
desiring growth and the ability to live an authentic life. So today in front of the altar, during Mass of St. Cosmos and Damius, I ask God to help me with this special request. I want to be authentic and beautiful in the eyes of my God, so I can be authentic in the world, authentic in blessing everyone I meet with the love that Christ himself wants for his children. Pray for me to be authentic in Christ, and let's live out our best authentic life as we journey in faith towards God.